Video Game Robot Show, the podcast that uses a video game robot called The Video Game Robot to bring you just two of the over 82 million games and counting that the robot is capable of cranking out. I'm your host, Nathan Brandt. And I'm your host, Cam Koenig. Let's get you acquainted with today's guest. You may know her from her cosplay or her YouTube, where she sometimes delves into the lore of eldritch monstrosities. She's a Soulsborne fanatic, a history buff, and is into Cornish mining dramas. It's Michaela D. How's it going? Hi. Yes, indeed, I am into Cornish mining dramas. What? <laughs> what is what is a Cornish mining drama? So what I'm referring to is a drama called Poldark, and it takes place in the 18th century. And it is about a mine in Cornwall, but it's lovely cool. and wonderful. Cool. And I'm like, am I into Cornish mining dramas now? Oh, I suppose I am. <laughs> that rules. Great. Cool. <laughs> I didn't expect to go into the show learning something, but here we are. When you, when when somebody in their Twitter bio says they're into history, you're going you're gonna to learn That's something. That's fair. Yeah. You're yeah. going to learn something. We talked about cuneiform in the, in the pre-show. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately, this is not a podcast about cuneiform. This is a podcast where a robot makes his video game. So now it's time to consult the video game robot and have it make us a brand new, never before seen game. Mine today is uh, almost tailor made for our guest. It is a Bloodborne game that is a Bible history game. <laughs> but I, I know. But, you should see my face right now. I know. I know. But. It is played with a fishing rod controller. Yes. And so here we go. Welcome to Job Simulator. Where you are <laughs> God, <laughs> fuck you. Where, where you are going to be Job from the Bible. I guess I should explain things. Bloodborne is a video game uh, made by FromSoft where it's kind of like this. It starts out as a werewolf thing, but then it is definitely aliens by the end of it. Spoilers. And it's, it's some eldritch monstrosities. There's some curses. There's some fish monsters later in the DLC. It rules Bible history. The Bible is a book that I believe was written a long time ago maybe no uh, you know what the bible is and a fishing rod controller is obviously a like the dreamcast one is always the one i think about it's really good because it had so much effort put it's into so being a good. good controller it is they put too much effort into a fishing rod controller but I'm happy they did. <laughs> I'm sad. I never used it. I missed out on the Dreamcast, but instead enjoyed a lot of Dreamcast games via the GameCube. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. the ports on the GameCube yeah. were definitely the yes. way that I think the majority of people played them. Yeah. So in in Bloodborne, in the DLC, like I said, there is like a, a, a fishing town that you go to. In there the sure end. is. <laughs> and, yep, there's. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna step back. Let you two take this yeah, one. Uh, <laughs> well, and when, and, and, like I said in your Twitter bio, you say that you are a, a, a history fan, and like you know, Christianity is definitely all up in history, whether you're a fan of it or not. It's hard to avoid it. Sure, the like 12 year old like ex Catholic inside of me is like, I know this. <laughs> yes, I am I here. This. Hello. I know this one. I can talk about both Lady Marias. Right oh, <laughs> one of them a little bit differently than the other. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, so I figured that you at least had a cursory knowledge, at least, of Bible history. And and I, I like you, am a, uh, a an ex like Christian school uh, dropout. I don't know. <laughs> so I know I know a little bit too much about the lore of the Bible. I know the Christianity lore. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I did not read the manga. Uh, well, um, let me let me mention my uh, experience level with all three of these things. I've played Bloodborne for three hours. Um, I've been an atheist since I was born, and I've gone fishing three times. 
Okay, so you have the most fishing history. Yeah, out you're of, gonna out have of... <laughs> like a, a very unique perspective on it, and I like oh, that. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Let me just channel the spirit of my grandmother here. Yeah, welcome to Cabela's biggest game hunter, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the the, uh, the oldest, bi- yeah. the biggest mouth bass. So, uh, is it? I am gonna get a lot of Bloodborne things wrong. Just getting that out there, but uh, I hope that you do because it'll be funny. Oh, it's hilarious! Yeah, good. Um, <laughs> Whatever, what, what her name is like at the, is it like the Hunter's Dream, the place with the mm-hmm. house that you go yeah. to? Yeah. With the uh, doll. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, the doll doesn't call you Hunter. She calls you Fisher. That's okay. all I've got. This is That's the, the it. fisherman's dream. Yeah. The fisherman's dream. <laughs> Wait, is this, is this like Bloodborne colon men fear me fish? Wait, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Wait, what is it? It's something fear me fish. Oh, oh no. Women want me fish fear me. Yes. Yeah. There it is. There yeah. it is. Dolls want me fish fear me. <laughs> is the name of this game. I want that, but for like fire emblem. Cause there is like the main er- character. Yeah, of I could see Violet. that. She yeah. fishes, and yeah. the ladies seem to like her a lot. And I'm like, oh, I want that energy. God, I spent a lot of time <laughs> fishing in that game. I do really like fishing mini games. Now that I that's, think about that's it, that's another thing. Why I was like, okay, fishing rod controller, you're definitely yeah. going to be like pretty well into this. So, are you hunting eldritch abominations in the deep? What you're doing is you are a fisher of men. Ooh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you teach a man to fish, he will be cursed to fish the rest of his exactly. life. Exactly. <laughs> Holy shit. And that's why the people of the fishing hamlet curse you forever mm, and you and your exactly. children's children and your children's children forevermore. Good, good. God damn it, Bloodborne's so fucking good. It starts out with the like, it's like, oh man, there's some like werewolves or whatever. I bet it has something to do with the moon. And then and then later on, you're like, yeah, I was right about the moon, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. Like when I I got it because a friend was like, if you can do Bayonetta and Devil May Cry, you can do Bloodborne. Oh fuck, that means I can do Bloodborne. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I read the back of the box, and then I was like, oh, so it's werewolves. And then in the middle of the game, like when things started to turn, I had to put it down for a few months. Do you find one of the greys in the forest and you're like, no, 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 Too much eldritch knowledge for my brain. This guy has a fly for a head. I'm not cool with that. It was when you started to see the giant amygdalas all over the city of Yarnum. I was like, nope. No more. And then you're in Yahar Ghoul and everything's different. I'm like, I can't do this any longer. Mm-hmm, but then, mm-hmm. oh, that's still to this day the least favorite part of the game. So I do not want to go fishing in Yahar Ghoul. But there will <laughs> definitely be like a muddy fishing spot with just eldritch abominations everywhere. And you get little baby amygdalas. It's like like Pokemon, like Pokemon, right? Yeah. Where you yes. can come up to like a, any kind of square of, yeah. of water and be like, I'm fishing here. Yeah. Cam, uh, mm. there is a village called uh, Yahar Ghoul Unseen Village, which is where my location on Twitter is. is oh, really? Is okay. As, yeah. I kind of assumed that was a Bloodborne thing. Mm-hmm. Anytime you tweet something I don't understand, I'm like, eh, it's probably a Bloodborne thing. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> yep. <laughs> There's the, In that village, there are these things called amygdalas, which have heads that look like morel mushrooms. Great. Uh, they're, and they have like six arms and two thumbs, and they shoot lasers at at you while some like old school Victorian witch ladies are running around with hot pokers at you and gouging out your eyes and it's just not cute god that rules the video game is so good and then you go to a <laughs> then you go to a skeleton with a cage on its head and you touch it and you go into his brain dream world 
Bloodborne. <laughs> Stop trying to get me to play this fucking game. It's working. It's a great, it's a great <laughs> like, game. Like, like you said, though, it, if you can play uh, Devil May Cry and stuff like mm. that, it, this is like the chess version of that, where it's like, Fuck, it's I very like slow. Too. Stop. <laughs> um, I just played it like it was Castlevania. I just got the, the whip cane and like, this is a Castlevania game now. In this game, you are going to be playing as uh, a fisher and you're going to be going around in the world of Bloodborne. I think I like that idea. Mm-hmm. There was like a, and Cam, I, I hate to get you further into wanting just to play this go game. Go for it. There is a roguelike mechanic in Fuck. it where you, <laughs> where you randomly generate dungeons to go through, and there is deeper and deeper lore within that. And I bet you could go in there and do some some further fishing. So do you think that we're going to be fishing things, like fishing them up and then fighting them? Or is the fighting, like... Do you have, like, on your fishing rod, do you have, like, the trick weapons? Like, does your fishing rod turn into, I don't know, a pair of scissors or something? Well, Nathan Brandt, as the podcast resident fishing expert, um, (laughs) what is a good fishing minigame, if not just similar to a good boss fight, you know? It's almost like a rhythm game, too, in in some incarnations of it. I feel like you fish up the abominations that you eventually fight. Yeah, that's so that was like that, that's where that's where my head was going to. Oh man, I'm looking up Bloodborne enemies right now because I am I am I, like the two there in, inside me. There are two wolves, and the, <laughs> and one wolf wants me to replay Final Fantasy X, and the other wolf wants me to replay Bloodborne, and they are just fighting. And then I just end up playing Fortnite all together. Yeah, that's right. basically my life. <laughs> that's been me. I like I want to finish God of War, and I really want to start um, Ghost of Tsushima, and then instead I'm playing Chess Ultra. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> that's yes. all I've been doing, and I'm so bad at it. But I'm just like, I must get better against yeah, the computer, and no. the computer's like, check me. I've got yep. so many things going on, but I'm playing Destiny and Final Fantasy 14 because I don't value my free time. <laughs> <laughs> so in this game, you're going to be fishing up not only just like the 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 waterborne, um, which maybe is the name of this. That's a good name, <laughs> yes, actually. Yeah, this thing. Um, but you're going to be like. Uh, there, you go to this castle called Canehurst, and there are some quadrupedal mosquito monsters called Bloodlickers that have an ass filled with blood. Cool. Um, also, same. Yeah. Well. Also, same. <laughs> uh, there's like the brain of Mensis, which is just like a big brain with a bunch of eyeballs on it. And if you do a certain emote at it for a minute, you get another thing or whatever. The make you contact. Get a yep. it, but That's you have to hold cool. it for like three whole minutes. Like you would never yeah. know that. Yeah. How would you yeah, know that? That rules. Oh, fuck. There's an emote that you do, and you put one arm up and one arm to the side. And after a minute, you change sides. <laughs> oh that's so cool <laughs> fuck and you have to go into a deep dark area there's nothing around it it's just black and you don't mm-hmm. and like you don't know what's around oh. you until you go to the middle and you see the brain and now this brain has been causing a thing called frenzy and it's when you have so much your brain fills with so much insight that you can't take it and you just die cool yeah. <laughs> that's just hyperfixation with adhd exactly and there is a monster called the brain sucker which has like a squid for a head oh, and he terrible. will come up to you and like a big like tentacle will come out of its mouth and hook onto your head while it like command grabs you from like cool. like a street fighter or whatever and it'll suck insight out of your head and insight is a mechanic that 
lets you see more things in the world. So it will literally make your character dumber. Cool. <laughs> so that's in here too. There's a there's a char- there's a enemy called a hateful maggot, which uh, yes. I, I can't I can relate. Like all the people <laughs> on the internet, there's like hateful maggot. Oh god, there's in snake ball is right. I think my favorite because there are such complex names in Bloodborne, and then they're like oh. Snake ball. ball. Fuck it. I'm Ship done. it. We're getting it out of here. If it's fine. <laughs> Get me my yeah. paycheck. Snake ball. Yeah. Yeah. I spent all the time working on the weird brain sucking thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like there, uh, we have lost children of antiquity over here and then snake balls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know anything about Bloodborne. I've, I've said this multiple times, but you can make stuff up and it's yeah, probably totally. going to be pretty accurate. And I'm about to. Um, <laughs> so maybe similar to how there's like that twist, you know, like part of the way through Bloodborne where it's like, oh, hey, by the way. There's some moon shit going on. Um, <laughs> yeah. Maybe like there's some sort of twist about like uh, you fishing up these creatures is like causing some sort of other thing that you don't really know is happening until it is like far, far, far too late. And like mm. maybe I love that. the only reason that you are like you, you guys mentioned like earlier, you know, you are cursed to fish forever or something like that. <laughs> like that is that is your like cross to bear. Like that is just what you do. And like you don't really realize you've been cursed. Maybe you uh, are just like trying to provide for your family as best as you possibly can. And then like maybe at some point, like, I don't know, it's causing maybe all of these like crazy fucked up monsters to like leave the areas where you're at and then like start destroying like other places or something like that. Yeah. I was just going to say like, maybe you're disrupting the, uh, like the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Like you start out and like you are, you're fishing for, I don't know what the goal of it is. Like in the beginning of bloodborne, you're like the vague plot is you have a sickness and you're looking for this special kind of blood to cure yourself. Then it turns out you're actually trying to become a slug the whole time. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I feel like in this game, in our game, mm-hmm. you the goal will be to break the cycle of the curse yeah. of fishing. But in order to do that, you have to pull up the most ancient and horrifying yeah. fish of them all and then defeat it. Yes. You need to be the angler fisher. Yeah. <laughs> like you need to. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like instead of turning into a slug in this one, like the fucking you beat the final boss and like the cool thing happens maybe there's like maybe there is more moon shit because you know moons control the the moon controls the tides and stuff the moon Uh, fish yes yeah maybe maybe just like there's just like a cut at the end of the game where you are suddenly like the light at the end of this giant angler fish thing i like that idea that's perfect yeah the thing you've been controlling yeah. is just the end of a giant angler fish like (laughs) thing. that is very good Hire me from software. <laughs> I ain't played none of your games except the cool robot ones, but give me a job. Here's the thing. Like, Miyazaki is just like, yeah, no, like, my storytelling style comes from me reading books in, like, reading books that were written in English and only half understanding them as a kid. Cool. And so, and so like, that is the sense that you get. I half understand Bloodborne. So great. Perfect. Well, most people do. I mean, I feel like even at this point, I'm only like slightly less than or slightly over half of understanding of Bloodborne. And there's still so much more (laughs) that I'm like, should I delve into it more? And then my brain's like, there are new things to discover in the world. But I'm like, but Yarnum needs me. Yarnum needs me. Yeah. Uh, I love the idea of like in, in Bloodborne, you have like the 
like this cool like Vic- gothic Victorian outfit and stuff like you know you got your tri corner hats and mm-hmm. shit like that. But in this game, you're gonna have like the like green vest with all the like yeah. pockets on it yeah. and like a like a trucker hat and some like galoshes. Just a fucking you just look like every fisherman ever. Exactly. Yeah. Are we making are we making Splatoon's like fishing mini game? Huh. Like because Splatoon has some like weird dark implications to it in yeah. there. Maybe this is what caused the apocalypse that made Splatoon happen. Yeah, it's like you're a kid now, you're a squid now. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is Bloodborne. that is the yeah. plot of Bloodborne. Is <laughs> you're a kid it now, is. you're a squid now. God, could you imagine if there was just this like stealth patch for Bloodborne and like nobody knew what happens and then like at some point once you like complete the final boss there's just like off in the distance you just very lightly hear the main theme to Splatoon. <laughs> in the credits instead of the uh like the music box being being yeah. like you, you started that's really good in our game our fishing rod starts to like shoot ink yeah yes in real life Dude, okay. So one of the core tenets of Bloodborne is you have a gun instead of a shield, mm-hmm. which is like that is the most choosing violence thing I've ever heard about. What if like your fishing rod could be a gun as well, like the gun blade in Final Fantasy, but like with a fishing rod, like, like you're you're reeling them in, but like, but it's like you gotta put these things down, like that's yeah. how you stun them, like yeah. with your fishing rod bullets, because in the game that's how you you, you don't yeah. use the gun for uh, for damage, you use it to stun the enemies. Mm-hmm. So once you put Pull them up from the abyss. You go, bing, yeah, bing, <laughs> yeah. Stuns them. And then in your other arm, giant harpoon. They're done. There is a weapon. There's a harpoon yep. weapon. There is. The, there you go. Yeah, like I'm, like a, yeah. I'm saying no, and like from soft hiring. I me. just getting like there are so many cool monsters in this game like the garden of eyes is that yes. that guy who is his head is basically a fly cool. um that's a good there's name. something called the winter lantern which is like a, a very slow walking singing woman with a giant like crab brain with eyes on it and if it looks at you you go insane yeah cool. you, it, it causes the same frenzy as the mensis brain does and then it embraces yep. you and it's horrifying that and then you're rules. just like gotta do it again <laughs> i thought i thought the cleric beast looked pretty cool it is cool <laughs> it's cool. it's a big weird furry thing and it sings beautifully with that <laughs> yeah yeah just gorgeous gorgeous there's a character in bloodborne called the snatcher which if it kills you it takes you to a different level instead of you just dying yes cool. and to me that was a surprise oh, i didn't too. know no. about it and i was like i had just finished old yarnum and that had taken me forever like this game actually took me like i think over six months to beat and me one too. of those months was just old yarnum and then mm-hmm. i was like i'm ready i can do cathedral ward i can do this now and then i leave i turn around the corner there's a fucking snatcher right in the corner and i was like i've never seen that before all right i can do this i can do this i can't do this oh my god <laughs> i'm in a bag now i'm seeing through burlap and i'm getting taken somewhere and i and that's one of the and other you go to when, jail <laughs> and then i was like brought no jail and there's no music but there's nope. music in the jail and it's horrifying and then i was like I'm stopping now. Yeah, no, you're in, you're you're in the jail and like you start hearing distant like choir music where like you said there's no music in the other 
like any other part of the game. It's like, ah, it's a good video game, dude. And the mm. Snatcher's got like fucking, he's got like fucking like SRKs and Tatsus and shit from fucking Street Fighter. <laughs> he does like a roundhouse kick and he's not wearing any shoes. It's gross. Oh, anyway. Yeah. So this video game is going to be called, what did, what did we even Waterborn, say? Waterborn, I think called? was what it was. Waterborn. Yeah. And with a fisherman's dream is your hub world. Yeah. Water, Waterborn colon fisherman's dream yeah. is this, is a very good video game wherein you are going to be fishing just for a nice cool meal. You're going to be yeah. trying to feed, <laughs> feed your family, but then you disrupt the, uh, the ecosystem that you're in and mm. and like, I don't know, the demon coral starts to <laughs> starts to attack Ooh, you and stuff yeah. like that. Fuck, I'd play that. <laughs> and then it's just Bloodborne 2, the thing everybody wants. Yeah. So just give me Bloodborne 2, it's totally yeah, fine. Yeah, that's right. Hire me. Yeah, I'm um, so torn on it, because like I, on one hand, I would love to go back into a world like that, maybe a different part of the world. And I mm -hmm. love the gothic Victorian horror. Like It's one of my favorite things in the mm -hmm. world, like books like Dracula and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You like Cornish mining dramas. Yeah, no, you, we know what you're about. <laughs> and they, they dress like Bloodborne characters in the Cornish mining Great. drama. Oh, man. They all have like the greatest hats. And I'm just, oh, those hats yeah. are real good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. We've gotten the Bloodborne out of the system. Oh, thank God. Uh, okay, good. So now that is our first perfect game for the day. So we're going to take a quick break and come back at you with another brand new, never before seen game. And we're ready to have the video game robot make us yet another brand new never before seen game cam hit it all right this has nothing to do with bloodborne and i'm sorry um uh, <laughs> this is a <laughs> you're off the podcast yeah, fuck, man. Gone. uh <laughs> this is a paper mario game uh oh, cool. produced by hideo kojima <laughs> uh, that features asymmetrical multiplayer. Nate it wants to die right now. Well, there can't be asymmetrical multiplayer because Hideo Kojima is ace-phobic anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so yeah. <clears throat> so Paper Mario is a video game. It's a it's like a kind of an action RPG or a turn-based RPG or an or a literal turning-based RPG mm -hmm. depending on which one you're playing where you're a little flat Mario man and you go on a little adventure and mm -hmm. get like six stars or your keys to a door or whatever. I didn't play any of those games. They're really great and delightful, honestly. <laughs> Hideo Kojima is a dude that made uh, Metal Gear Solid. And Death Stranding recently. Yes, Death Stranding and Police Knots. Uh, Snatcher. Snatcher. That's... Bunch of stuff that nobody played. Yeah, who heard? who's played Metal Gear Solid? Fuck. Not... <laughs> uh, asymmetrical multiplayer. Think of stuff like Dead by Daylight, where like somebody is like the monster and you're playing against people. Something like uh, Evolve, yeah, where basically like asymmetrical in this case really just means like the multiplayer. There are multiple people trying to take out one person that is also played by another person or Redditor. something similar to that vibe. 
basically. Yeah, well, there, there's one person who is more powered than the other people. Yeah. Basically, is the is the vibe. What were your ideas when you when you rolled this game? What did you What did you think? Honestly, uh, I just like blacked out whenever I saw Paper Mario <laughs> Hideo Kojima. <laughs> So a core tenet of Hideo Kojima games is that he is a dude that wants to make like a like a philosophical, like socially conscious statement. So I wonder if like the Paper Mario in this is money or something like that. He's like trying to make some like he's like a delivery man. And I can see this already. Like Mario is probably the big bad that everyone's trying to take out. And Mm. everyone else are just Goombas. Yes, you are the enemies dealing with the jump man yeah jump man yeah oh my god <laughs> yeah oh my yeah. god that's very good yeah. if you are delivering things in a paper mario world that means that this is a gritty remake of paper boy mm. <laughs> because yeah. you are the paper boy <laughs> yeah. paper comma boy <laughs> yeah paper <laughs> you are the paper boy and you are delivering things to um different mushroom kingdom people it's like you are maybe part of a crew like a delivery crew and like the jump man is coming for you or like has his own objective that you're not even really a part of like you are just a third party in this world and there is a big battle happening but you don't really care you're just trying to do your job and go home but like that's a lot of that's a lot of kojima games is like you're just you are just trying to do your thing and like yeah there's a there's a guy named Skullface here and he wants to like (laughs) yeah he wants to get rid of everybody's language and you're just like stop please stop stop fighting me with a gundam i just wanted to go get a sandwich buddy like (laughs) i just wanted to make a country for me and my bros to hang out yeah that was that was the plot of metal gear solid (laughs) five and i swear like all the characters names right it would be so skewed just the wrong way just like all the kojima games are so like all the male mushrooms would be like die hard shroom (laughs) (laughs) and then like the women are all just like gentle fungi Yes. Gentle fun. Gentle Wait, fun guy. fun guy is oh. this gotta be like fun the guy. name of <laughs> Yeah, the comedic relief character. Ooh. Yes. And he and he looks like Guillermo del Toro. We've we've like Nate, you and I have like had these conversations like off air, but like Kojima's really good at broad strokes. And that's it. He has cool ideas, but everything under that just kind of sucks. Yeah, to a certain extent. Yeah. Like his games are good yes. games, but yes. then sometimes it's just like, buddy. Hey, somebody should have tapped you on the shoulder and been like, that cutscene's too long, bud. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, all right, shower is very entertaining, but when's the rest of the game? Okay. It's did like you... Super Mario, like the jump man, they'll have like a shower scene. Yeah. And it's just like a little squat Mario, like yeah. washing his hair. <laughs> did you really need to show the cutscene of the jump man going down the flagpole? <laughs> It no. took an hour, bud. Come on. And yeah, oh my God. Like in Snake Eater, when you go up the ladder yes. and it plays the <laughs> entire theme of Snake Eater, but in this game, you're going to go down a giant flagpole and it plays the entire theme song of that game. <laughs> <laughs> Paper boy. Like, <laughs> I will defend the ladder scene. Oh no, it's great. <laughs> and it's like in the perspective of all the Goombas and they're looking from below and they can yeah. see this giant horrifying Mario like yeah. slide slowly down the flagpole. Yeah. Shy guy. That's very good. Yes. We can do that. Shy guy. That's perfect. That's, yeah, like, that's just a Kojima character. 
It'd be yeah. like Tar Yoshi would be like one of the the other mm, big bads. Yeah, Ooh. it's like a tar covered Yoshi with like rain that that ages the Goombas and just makes them gross. And <laughs> are all of the Koopa kids just Kojima characters? I mean, he would come up with like a group of like eight kids that are all named after like musicians or whatever. Yeah, and he would be like their clones. Uh, <laughs> we don't know. Hey, bud, we don't know oh, who they are. <laughs> They're right. not related to Bowser. <laughs> Ludwig, like he's like we we harvested Beethoven's DNA. I'm trying to refrain from doing another Bloodborne reference because I'm like go Ludwig. for it, honestly, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> there is an enemy called Ludwig. So in this game, Paper Mario uses Ligarius's yes. wheel, which is a big wheel with stinky ghosts in it. Uh. <laughs> yep. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Within there, you're fighting in an arena that's the top of a giant castle, which is covered in snow but also covered in yellow snow. <laughs> I mean, that could be the end of Super Mario World. We don't know that for sure. <laughs> I I love the idea of 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 like seriousing up these these characters, but mm -hmm. also keeping the art style similar. Yeah, just make it look very cartoony and goofy. Like I'm I'm thinking like Thousand Year Door like kind of art style. Yeah. Maybe some Super Paper Mario. Damn, dude. I, I love Paper Mario games. They're so well written and like the characters are so good. And so like the idea of Kojima like taking this of all Nintendo games is like, okay, this has characters like you can you can, you know, do what you want with them. I would love to see Kojima take this or like F-Zero. Mm, ooh, okay. That'll be a different episode. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Um, Mr. L will be a character yeah. in this game oh, as well. Yeah, absolutely. You get little companions and stuff, which I, I like because like all the Kojima games, like you have your your radio cast of people that are like, you know, this such and such character is like a completely like boiled down personality just to be completely oversimplified for Metal Gear Solid and stuff like that. So the gameplay is what you're delivering. What newspapers? Is this really going to be Paperboy or is this going to be? Like you're delivering packages or we also said that you are playing against Mario, but then we were saying that you were playing as Mario. So we need to we need to nail down which side. I mean, somebody's playing as Mario. <laughs> I feel like Mario should be the big bad because it's like a yeah. twist on the traditional yeah. Mario. Yeah. You don't know his Ooh. name is Mario. You just know that he you just call him the jump man because he jumps and your friends disappear. <laughs> jump up superstar i often think too of the yoshi games and they seem so family friendly right but then they eat the shy guys and i'm like what did the shy guys ever do to the yoshis yeah. yoshi is a fucking monster to these people <laughs> he's a tyrannosaurus rex that was born with a saddle on its back he eats them and uses the eggs to kill more of them no my brother he exactly just and, and then he killed my father with my brother who <laughs> was an egg um i i love the idea of you i mean you said it there's asymmetrical multiplayer right mm -hmm. so and you said someone's playing as mario and you're right somebody is playing as mario for this whole game mm -hmm. it's a different game depending it's like almost like a, a way out or whatever yeah, where like yeah you're playing with somebody else, but they don't know. There's also a Dark Souls or a Demon Souls boss where you are playing against a real other person that is an actual player and you both see each other as the boss. That's cool. Um, which is really cool. Maybe there is a Mario and a Paper Mario and like it's like a like a Lego movie scenario where like the real Mario is like controlling this. Maybe there is like extra plot stuff happening, but like I'm literally picturing just like the board of like Killer Queen or Killer Queen Black. 
where like there is a Mario thing and that boss fight is happening and everything. And you're just trying to do your own thing. But like, yes, around all of this other stuff and the plot like happens in between those rounds and like around that other stuff, which means it's kind of a stealth game. If you're doing if you, yeah. and, and that's, you know, his whole like his whole shtick is, is stealth games, Kojima. And if you don't know, Killer Queen Black is this game where there is like two teams and they have like varying goals that they have to do. Yeah, there's like three different ways to win. So I wonder if you as Mario, like Paper Mario, you're trying to deliver things to people in this like 2D world and like there is a real Mario that is trying to mess you up and you have to like hide from them. Maybe whenever you die, like the bad guy or the good guy, like the Bowser that he's fighting, like or like, you know, Mario, like they like maybe get some sort of like benefit or power up by killing you, but you're just trying to do your job. Yeah, and there's like maybe a, there's maybe multiple Mario's, right? Like maybe there isn't just one Mario because it's like asymmetrical multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Usually it's like four on one, right? Yeah. So like you could have your like RPG ass like team of different characters that they all have, you know, it's almost like Overwatch at that point where you have like your characters that are all good at one thing or another. You're trying to accomplish these goals. What are, So is this going to be called... Like what? What is this? The Paper Boy, the Paper Mario. Like, what are we? Uh... Was it the Jump Man? Yeah, Delivery Man. <laughs> Kojima would do something. Uh, the Jump Man, a Hideo Kojima game. Yes, it's true. Yes, yes. <laughs> and that is the name of the episode, by yes. the way. Is the Jump Man colon a Hideo Kojima game? One oh, million that sucks percent. in a way that is very real. Uh, <laughs> but you know the trailer for this is going to be hype as Oh, the fuck. trailer like, is going to be the best part of this game. Then people will be like, what is this about? Yeah. Like for two years, they'll be like, what is, I don't know what this is about, but I like it. I, like, I cared way more about Death Stranding whenever he just dropped like a weird ass trailer every year. I'm like, yes, give it to me. I owe you my life. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like Video Game Awards 2021, Hideo Kojima is going to be dropped in via a, a cable onto the st- mm-hmm. onto the stage yeah and there will be a full choir and then he'll just be like jump man he'll just be like <laughs> wahoo and then he walks off stage <laughs> no trailer nothing just wahoo. that's all you get it's a me uh, jump man <laughs> <laughs> it's a me. Uh, voiced by Keith for Keith for Sutherland turns out. So, oh, yes, totally. uh, you know. don't even, dude. Don't even. David Hayter as Mario is really funny. Oh my god. <laughs> Wahoo! Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a me. <laughs> well, perfect. Uh, maybe Gino is is a bad guy in this because Kajino would be, be like, you know what? Yeah. I'm bringing back Kajino. <laughs> Okay, Hideo Kojino. That's very good. That would be a character, you know? You're right. Like, yeah. that would be a real character yeah. in this game, too. Is just, he'd be like, oh, did you get the joke? It's like, yes, I got the joke. Yeah, you're not Kojima. good at, you're not good at you. subtlety, my guy. Like, it's never been your thing, and that's fine. But stop trying, please. He's like, guess what? I'm going to keep trying. Okay, cool. Like, sure. People are just, I'll fucking play your damn games. Fuck. So, The Jumpman, colon, a Hideo Kojima game, <laughs> a game where you play asynchronous multiplayer games against uh, a real Mario and you play as paper Mario characters trying to accomplish goals and story happens in between those matches, which I, I love the idea of that, where it's just like it frames the the bad guy as like one person the whole time. Mm-hmm. But really, it's just like whoever happens to be online at that moment. It's kind of like Journey yeah, in that yeah. respect where it's just like, 
oh, I was playing against somebody or with somebody or whatever. Um, I like that a lot. So that is going to bring us to the end of our program for today. But first, some patch notes. This is where Cam goes through some listener submitted ideas to be installed into the robot for future shows. And remember, you can submit words by tweeting us at at video game robot or following the link in the description to our discord. Cam, what have we got today? Uh, this week, we have installed the following to the video game robot. Uh, we've added uh, Bayonetta, which was not there to begin with. Some reason. <laughs> I love Bayonetta. This game's fucking great. Me too. No, but the, you say her name and I'm like, where is Bayonetta 3? Where, where is no, she? Yeah. <laughs> it's like day 420 of no Bayonetta news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kamiya, mm-hmm. please. Just, I just, just give me something. I can't tweet at him. I got blocked by Kamiya, which is honestly. Me too. Yes, hell yeah, let's he called, go. He called me an insect. <laughs> That's way cooler. That's way cooler. I love that he is the only person that can be like, yeah, he wants nothing to do with me. I love it. Uh, I'm just like, just give me the game. Just please. I'll buy it. Just I'll buy it. Just give it to me. Anyway, uh, we've also added the twist uh, that the game heavily features Greek mythology because Hades is hot right now. Uh, it's been hot since it came out. Let's be real. I was going to say people would argue that Zagreus will always be hot. Yeah, but no, yes. well, yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> and so will everyone else in that game as well, by the way. Yes. Yeah. There's no there is there's no ugly person. In no, that game. not a not a soul. There was an article going around where Supergiant refused to comment on whether or not that game was horny. That game's horny as fuck. Just oh, admit God, it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like every moment I'm like Aphrodite Dionysus. Every oh. character in that game would fuck anything that moved. Like, listen, thank God for ancient Greece. Yeah. Right. <laughs> After Bastion, like you can't look at a video game with art by Gen Z and 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 look at her drawings of people and think that's not horny right you look at <laughs> yeah. fucking you look at transistor you look at um pyre like bro yeah yeah you want to yeah it's a horny video like, game like zagreus's nipple bug. is just out i'm just it's like, just kind of there yeah there. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> no ex- exactly uh and we also added the genre on rails shooter um, and this brings our potential game total to 82,194,840 games, which is... Did we add 2 million on this Yeah, we did. Because we added a genre. Oh we my... don't add genres very much, so... Oh, my God. Yeah. We're... Oh, no. This is our <laughs> Sisyphean torment. I love the idea of Bayonetta in different weird settings. Like, I was thinking about her in Bloodborne or in, like, <laughs> Greek mythology yes. just being, like... Like, it's it's in the past, but she still has, like glasses and heels and guns dude bayonetta would fit right in in hades like oh god, oh my god. yeah like he, yeah, you yeah, would, yeah um you would get to a place where like she would just show up as one of the gods yeah absolutely oh man yeah and no, she'd be she... like hello cheshire <laughs> yeah <laughs> if they ever did any kind of crossover with super giant and bayonetta like the gays would all explode yeah because like, like that is like the the, the the queer population we would all melt i almost choked when you said that because i was like this is just the truth <laughs> i am a straight dude and i would explode like well it's it's in that and and bayonetta is there for you bayonetta yeah. bayonetta, bayonetta loves everyone that's true at the end of bayonetta 2 spoiler alert you pole dance on a space station that's true like, you do yes gaming will never yes. get better than this bayonetta 2 fucking owns bayonetta 1 has like one of my favorite endings in a video game ever and all of Bayonetta 2 is as good as that is. Yeah. Like, again, the same with Bloodborne for me. If we if we get Michaela talking about uh, Bayonetta, it's just going to be the only thing we talk about. Yeah. So we have to end the oh. program now. <laughs> Michaela, thank you so much for guesting. Where can people hear slash see more of you? 
Oh, boy. Where can they block you? Yes. Oh, my goodness. There are so many cursed places where I reside. Great. So, number one, I think the place that's the most friendly to to people who are on Lurkers and Watching is probably my YouTube because it's it's fairly curated and I have um, streams fairly weekly as well. But that's YouTube.com slash user slash my first name, which is M-I-C-H-E-L-A. And then you have my extremely cursed Twitter don't go there, but you can if you want. It's, um, let's see, it's twitter.com slash my first name, M-I-C-H-E-L-A, letter D like David, and then London. It's, I'm, I'm so glad that we, that we got you on here because I saw your, your Bloodborne cosplay like a long time ago, I think, and followed you. And then I was just like looking for people to be on the show. I was just like, I can talk about Bloodborne for, for a long time. Let's go. And you're like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, no, let's do it. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> yeah, that's like the one thing if someone were to ask me, what is like the only thing you can talk about for 30 minutes or more? And I'm like, oh, it's Bloodborne and Bloodborne accessories. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's why you're perfect for this show. <laughs> Perfect, perfect, perfect. So, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Remember, if you'd be so inclined, we'd really appreciate a subscribe and a positive review. And if you want more podcasts from Cam and I, check out at Some Good Shows on Twitter or somegoodshows.biz, where the biz stands for business. Always. Our show art is by Zach Russell. Their work can be found at, at Cavity Crew. Our phenomenal music is by the phenomenal Julian V. Their work can be found at, at Jules VZ. I can be found at, at Victory Position on Twitter. And I can be found at, at the Camdy Man. And this has been the Video Game Robot Show. And as always, tell your pets we say hello. <laughs> <laughs>